Now we do the thing after the show. I'll turn back on my sound. Okay. She sat around and counted them all a million times. Howdy, 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 Getting my gallbladder removed. So no show next week? Probably not. We'll see how I feel on Sunday. Right. Uh, I mean, I may feel fine. Um, it's it's a it's a laparoscopic surgery. I'll be in and out. Uh, you're gonna stay at uh, Damien and Megan's for the night and see you know, how I feel. So probably like four hours or so. Probably, yeah. Probably just like my knee surgery. <laughs> Actually, the surgery is probably faster than my knee surgery, but you know, it's not the length of the surgery. It's the it's. The same one? Yeah, yeah, it's still here. I thought I put him in the dump bucket. No, I don't think you got him in the dump bucket. I think he fell, he fell away. Now he's in the dump now bucket. He's in the dump bucket. Alright, so, well, good luck to you. Thank you. Should be a piece of cake. You Probably. don't have to do anything but fall asleep. Wake up. Yeah, and he and, and that'll go quick, right? I won't even remember it. Yeah, they probably don't even need you to wait to pass urine or anything like that. Oh, no, I'll so, find out either on Wednesday or yeah, Since it's organ-based, you might have to hang out until you pee or something like that. Mm. But, I mean, with my knee, it wasn't anything like that. I was like, okay, get the fuck out of here. So, uh, before the main show, we were talking about some stuff I wanted, thought was great for the post-show. Uh, one was gay. Yeah, okay, yes. So, the other day, I wanted to reply to, I think it was Greg McGill. I can't remember what his tweet was, but really the only appropriate reply was gay or that's real gay, man, or something like that, you know, and, you know, probably about what, eight years ago, I've resolved to never use gay like that because mm-hmm. what we had talked about and longtime listeners who listen to the post show will know this or may remember this, but you know, it's like, what is it that gives that insult teeth? Right. Right. Why is it an insult to call someone gay? Well, you must think that being gay is a Bad. Gay! (laughs) Right. Um, That's from uh, Community. Yes. Professor Chang. Um, But, you know, what gives that teeth? And that is that, you know, gay people or lesser people or something along those lines. So, you know, I've since resolved to never use gay. And I think I've done that successfully. I think you have. Um. So I was trying to think, like, what can I use that sends the same message of, you know, that's really stupid, dude. How about this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and I... I, I, Yeah, no, that doesn't quite... That's not a good synonym either. But yeah, I... I just I couldn't, so I started trying to compose a tweet about not using gay and not having a suitable, right. uh, you know, something of the same tone to use that wasn't offensive to you know uh, a, a group of people, and uh, I couldn't make that fit in 140 characters, so nothing was ever sent. So the discussion hinged around this is before the show started, after the pre, after the pre-show, before the show started, that. 
there's kind of there's an this was a cultural thing where you know gay was sort of banned from our lexicon because it 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 uh, insulted people but maybe that tendency maybe part of what we're seeing is a is a is a and I, I'm not saying it's it's the whole of what we're seeing, or even like a, ma- a super major part, but it's part of of the general thing, which is a fight back. Because a big thing mentions you know PC culture and stuff like that, so a fight back against the whole. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there are words that you can't say now. Do I do I believe, especially that those people on on the right who you know on the, on the far right who are saying you know oh you 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 guys you you're with your PC culture. So horrible. No, because they're the ones who all, who always demand for an apology as soon as you say something bad about them. So it's like, you know, they're the ones who who should who should fucking nut up, uh, and and who are who are really really um, the most PC are the people on the right who are just like, you can't say anything bad about me. I have to apologize right away. But so do, then we were talking. Uh, but okay, go ahead. Do I think that maybe it's taking it too far? To take words out of the lexicon simply because it may be offensive to some people, maybe, maybe. How is it possible the palm of my hand is one hundred degrees? How is it possible? <laughs> or is our gun broke? <laughs> How? Let's see. But the palm of my hand is. Yours is ninety three. Mine is a hundred. Maybe I can feel hard. your hand. Your hand is definitely a lot warmer than mine. But I don't have a fever. How is my hand? I mean, I haven't, I haven't been doing this. That's um, weird. Maybe you have a lot more blood flow to your hands. But even so, it should be 98 degrees. Is 98 your, your average? Yeah. My average is lower. My average is around 97 something. Okay. So my average is not 98.6. I'm typically... so. I know I have a fever from like 99. Like that, that's but, high for me. Yeah, but... Even if my core was a hundred, the palm of my hand can't be that. That's weird. I don't know how I it's, got that. It's, you know, it's thinner than than other parts of your body. It's an extremity. I don't, I, it seems unlikely to me. Uh, anyway, so we were talking about the, the gay thing, the PC yeah. thing, and we talked a little bit about the difference between gay and retard. Right. And is there a difference? Well, we were talking about it a little bit. Oh, retard alert! <laughs> I am actually pro retard. <laughs> Sorry, I know what you're saying, but I know I kind of phrased it that way yeah, to to yeah, do, yeah. to be funny. But yeah. I so okay. well for for me for me. So if I call someone gay, mm-hmm. Greg, stop being a homo, right? That's that, different than gay. I think. Okay, I get. I mean, that's. Stop being a homo is more like I won't accept that around here, whereas gay is more like that's not for me. Okay, that's gay is like that's not for me. Whereas stop being a homo or stop being well, gay. Say, stop being gay is worse than well, that's gay, right? You're gay. You're gay. That's gay. Well, that's gay is the thing that you did is gay. Yeah. In that sense, gay just means different, almost. So we talked about this before, and yeah, you know. So for me, and it's that, a, it's and, and a, I was, if, had, if I still used it, it would be a synonym for dumb. 
right? I I have found myself falling into. Now it is true that like, so as I got into Fish Center, because it, it it believe me it applies, I got into a sort of a chat room of of you know big Fish Center fans. And it turns out that we don't talk about Fish Center much, talk about other stuff, but they're almost all very young, like in their 20s. So I'm, I find myself being the very old guy in there, right? And they know that. I mean, it's not <laughs> like I try to, you know. But it's also where I come up with this, where some some of my, you know, good observations, like old people don't always have the right idea. Sometimes you just have to, even these young people, you, you think they're doing, you think their stuff is shit and, but that's the way that, you know, they are on the cultural buzz a lot more than I am. Mm-hmm. They use these terms, you know, so I've gotten more into back into using these terms more often because I've, you know, started to quote-unquote hang out. I mean, it's, it's different to hang out with more younger people and they're, they have no problem with that, even though they're gay, some of them are gay. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a bad thing to be. It's not. It's no longer looked down upon right. to be gay. Right. But they still use that, and they don't have a problem with so it. So it's a different word, I guess. Yeah, almost. Is it is it a different word for us? Was it a different word for us ten years ago? I mean, probably. It, and it's hard to remember. Yeah. We were different people back then. And we but all I mean, were but I mean, changing. but mean when 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 we talked last time we talked about this, and when I resolved to stop using and, gay, and, and, did gay not mean gay? Did it have? Was it a completely different word that had the same phonics and spelling to it? You know, I, I just think the culture around the word was different, and the culture has changed around it. And the the point is not to stick to something based, simply because, right? It, it's not to stick to some arbitrary thing but it's to follow the culture as it's as it's moving because that way you're you're more likely to to stay afloat rather than to sink if you're if you're stuck to some very rigid standard of culture then yeah. you're just going to you're you're not going to be able to understand when that changes whereas if you simply if you allow yourself to let that change and not tell yourself. I mean, there are things that don't change, and there are things that do change. And culture is one of the things that changes all the time. Culture is subject to so many different uh, mutagenic forces upon it that it's constantly changing. So it's that old argument of it. It, it kind of gets back to the old argument of oh. Music used to be better when I was a kid. Well, you know, you're remembering all the good music because that's the stuff that you remember. <laughs> all that shit music. If you remember, I mean, we've looked at the top 40 lists for years and years and years. Even when, you know, back in the 60s, there was great, all the music was great. There's a ton of fucking shit that was popular Not for sure. a couple of weeks. Uh, and you just, you look back and you're like, okay, well, music really hasn't, <laughs> like, the what is the popular music? You know, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff always. Um and and that's if you look at it from a more rational perspective, I think of I, I, this is always changing. And, and you... so I understand how language changes. You know, I mean, literally, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would have pointed out, like you said, you may use the positive anymore on the show, and I'm five or six years ago, I would have jumped on that. Didn't anymore because I said, and I, I use the negative <laughs> anymore at that point. Right. But I I have resolved myself that I won't use the positive anymore. Because I just I, that's how I learned languages. You don't you don't use it in that sense. But you learned it in another sense, and that's accepted. So I'm not going to jump on sure. you for using language in the way it's evolved. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I you know, 
it's it's we're not in a uh, a post homophobic America, so I you know I still don't think that I don't want to the groups that you and I hang well maybe maybe not you so much the groups that I hang around with tend to be post homophobic. I don't know because you have you have these groups that you. Like you, you travel to work with and stuff like that, and, and they listen to those stuff. I don't know how <laughs> if yeah. those are post homophobic. No, um, they're not. I don't really have social groups with the people I work with, so I don't get to know them as well. So I don't know how post homophobic they are. the The friends that I do hang around with are are to me, I believe, post homophobic, uh, as far as I know. There are people that are their family that I occasionally encounter that are not, um, but they tend to be. And no, it'd be great if I could start using "yay" again because I mean the way Ken Chen, Ken Jiang said in that clip you played is that's so fucking stupid, right? But saying "gay" says it better. Somehow uh, it, it has more. Well. It, it 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 also casts into the whole thing of curse words, right? What makes a curse word? Uh, why was at one point "damn" a word or "suck" a word mm-hmm. that you couldn't use on TV, and now it's everywhere? Tits you can use on on uh, eight o'clock now. That you know, when we were growing up, that was not the case. You couldn't say tits. Now you can say tits. Tits is fine. You can even say shit after ten. Usually, <laughs> you still can't say fuck. Fuck is is because there has to be some arbitrary distinction, and that's you know I, I don't want to get into to copying George Carlin, but there you know there's so that there is some arbitrary distinction that that is set by culture, and that is getting eroded. But fuck is still on that arbitrary. All right, so the cunt is 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 still way up, overboard, right? I think cunt's a worse word than fuck. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So cunt, cunt is much more overboard. Cunt is over the line much more than fuck is these days. Like I bet, I bet Max doesn't know the word cunt. No, he definitely knows the word fuck. He, he knows said, the word fuck. He said it today. So we were we went to Whole Foods today to get these beers, and you know Heather and I had a couple beers. So when we were leaving. Heather's like, I heard the guy sitting beside us say the f word, and it was funny because Max and I were talking, and one of the ways I got him to do his sight words was like, stop saying those dirty words, you know? It's, oh, they're dirty words, I'm going to say them now, you know? So it was this little fun thing we were playing, and he loves, you know, pretending that they're dirty words. But, um, so he's like, I know a dirty word. Like, the other day, the other day, not today. And he's like, the S word. I'm like, okay, what is it? You can tell me, but just tell me this one time. He's like, stupid. Right? So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's not really a dirty word, but you should not call someone stupid. That's a really not nice thing to say, to call someone. So today, Max is like, I know the F word. And we're like, okay, what is it? He's like, fuck. You <laughs> like, should have said the same thing. You're right. Well, no, we we did. And I've had these conversations with Allie. Like, we're See, driving. It's, it's, okay, the thing about the stupid thing is that by you telling him not to say it, it's kind of incentivizing him to no, say I it. I said not to call someone stupid. But it's kind of incentivizing him to do it. In a sense, like any curse word, the fact that it's not used often makes it a word of emphasis. And if it starts being used often, then it loses its power of emphasis. Well, That's why gay feels so hard to use and why 
the uh, so I, I other just, words, I, I just... let's say, other racial epithets, for example, feel even like more um, powerful because they aren't used. And so when they are used... No, so there's a, a difference to me. And I, this is what I was talking about. Max. Max can call an object stupid or a task stupid, but he cannot call a person stupid. He can say fuck. You know, we told him not to say fuck around people. But if he calls someone a fucking fuck, I'm going to smack his ass, you know. So it's about insulting people more so than using forbidden words. Mm-hmm. That That's my point of view. Well, my, my point of view here is that Max, and we talked about this after the show last time, but Max is testing limits. And Max is... Uh, he almost told me today where he... He's like, where did you where did you hear that word? Where did you learn that word? He's like, I, and he, he first he thought he knew, and then he said he doesn't know. So yeah. I'm not sure if he's protecting his source or if he doesn't remember where he heard. He probably heard from me or Heather, but you know, <laughs> I wanted to see if he knew where he learned I it. Got it from you, Dad. I learned it from watching you. Probably, I've I've let it slip a few times. Heather probably more than me. Um. Like, like you know much more about raising a child than I do. I, I, I would not ever try to like usurp your authority in terms of these kids. Uh, I can only tell you what I've noticed and and the things that you know that, that pop out to me as I observe. Uh, but clearly, you mentioned the thing about when we when I was leaving last week. There was the. The word, right? Max simply wouldn't say she on, oh, on a paper. Right. He spent an hour, like, sitting down, or at least 45 minutes, like, sitting in a corner because he wouldn't say the word she. And, you know, I told you, like, I don't know, you know, what Max is thinking, but I kind of understand the impulse. I understand when you get that frustrated and you just don't want to do something, even though you were like, well, you, you, were, you were saying, a logical thing, right? You know, if you just say this word, then you can go play video games. But he just wanted to sulk. And you're like, why would he do that? And I said, well, I can, I, I can understand the impulse when you're just so frustrated. You just don't want to do something. You just want to not do something. That's very human and very, uh, you know, it, it, it actually happens probably to you more often than you than you would re- really recognize where you're just like, no, oh, fuck, fuck it. <laughs> So we changed the game, and he said no problems. First, you know, we were talking about, stop saying those dirty words, you know, like, did. <laughs> but then also, I put flashcards on the phone, and now it's no problem. Okay, well, and yeah. I twisted the words and put one of them's upside down. He loves it. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's actually pretty cool. So you, what you did is you actually, you're, again, not a cognitive scientist, so don't listen to me. This is my assumption based on what I know about this stuff which is <laughs> little more than pop science but you're challenging him on sort of multiple levels there one is not only to understand the word but also to pick the correct to, to understand it based on the orientation so there, it, it's actually a puzzle of sorts it's not a hard puzzle but mm-hmm. it's something slightly more interesting and it's a screen and it's a screen, and that, of course, you know, is, is uh, well, I don't know what it is about screens, but my guess is the fact that they're luminescent as opposed to not. 
there's something about the fact that they emit light as opposed to being something that reflects light that gets the brain to focus on it more. Or it's a Pavlovian thing. It could be a Pavlovian thing. Screens are often screens are often entertaining and engaging. But and tell me this, when you were camping, because you've been camping tons of time, do you find yourself sitting around looking at fire? Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh probably channeling my, my ancestors in that in that sort of a thing, but uh maybe it is the same kind of thing. Sun's too bright to stare at. People look at the moon. People look um, at the stars. People thought wonderful, yeah. you know, amazing stories coming out of the stars. Well, fire, were... the fire is mesmerizing because of I, I think the I think the motion more than the luminescence would be my guess. I that's why I always thought it was mesmerizing. Just are you watching just... smoke or are you watching fire? Smoke's not as fun to watch as fire. It's <laughs> but... very, it does the same kind of things. Then. Uh, so maybe it's because it's not luminescent, but I would say I mean, no, it's not as interesting. Now, I mean, the it's... argument would be, of course, the moon is not the moon is not luminescent. The moon is reflective, but that's hard to tell. Yeah, in the darkness. Um, but no, I, I again, I don't, not a cognitive scientist, so don't quote me on this. But it seems to me that people are more attracted to things that are giving off light, just like a bug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're for whatever reason, your brain is gets more focused on that. When you're writing something down, less of your focus is on writing something down, like in like pen and paper, than when that's what you know when Nick was here. Yeah, I definitely think that he would respond better to flashcards on my phone than paper flashcards. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done that test yet because the sheet they give him is not flashcards, it's just a sheet. And Heather uses that. I'm like, that is, that's the worst. Like, you've got a list of 10 words right there. At least make flashcards. But I think, you know, he would definitely respond to the screen better. My my guess would be because the Pavlovian response to, ooh, screens are often engaging. So I'm tricking him into doing this on his screen instead of, you know, watching YouTube. I'm trying to find this picture that was done in this chat where somebody posted this. Um, some of these young kids are surprisingly, I wouldn't say pro-Trump, but they're surprisingly not nearly as leftist as you might think. Uh, one of them was posted a, uh, uh, a picture of somebody walking with a, uh, with a placard, and their placard said, If Trump isn't Hitler, then I'm a moron. But upon not very close examination, it was very clear this was a Photoshop. Mm. Part of the problem was that if you look at the text, it was all it was you know very formatted and mm-hmm. in a very you know times the Roman sentences blurred a little bit differently. But part of the other problem was that the sign was white, the rest of the thing was fucking was orange because it was under orange light, mm. and you can't have something white reflect anything but white, but, but, but the color that's being put on it. Right. So that sign would have to have been yellow because the street was yellow, like the, the light line of the street was yellow, the sidewalk was yellow, everything else was yellow, and that thing was white. And I was like, no. so that, that's, you know, it's a little, little thing called white balance <laughs> that is a, but it's like sometimes that, 
it, it was one of those things where it was obvious it was fake, but it wasn't quite obvious how fake it was until I like thought about it a little bit. But so it's like I mm-hmm. I didn't re- immediately recognize it because I saw I was first looking at the blur on the text and stuff because I knew it was fake, but I wasn't sure what, why. Because I noticed it, or, or my I didn't notice immediately that the white balance was off, but my brain did. Right? My brain mm-hmm. said that's wrong before I said exactly right. why it was wrong. It's one of those things that that I, that I found very interesting is that your your brain is is very trained to see these things. Uh, you've trained it very well over mm-hmm. the course of your, of, of your life, and so it sees these things as wrong. And that, that's the white white balance was the issue with the with the dress, the the big dress picture. The issue with that was white balance. It wasn't white balance properly, and that's why people saw different colors because they expected different things when they were looking at it. And as soon as they their brain picked up, for some people like you and I, mm-hmm. when our brain understood the circumstances. The colors snapped into place. When we did saw it before, we didn't understand the circumstances. The colors were more right mystery, mm-hmm. and so your brain was filling in the gaps. Right. Uh, that's almost uncanny, uncanny valley thing. That's sort of why I found Tarkin so distracting in Rogue One as an example, uh, because. That Uncali Valley thing was clicking like mad when I was watching. It was so, it was less that it was good because it was fine. I mean, in terms of the, I'm looking in, forward in to the skill. See, I'm looking forward to seeing it again because sitting in the second row of a large screen, I didn't notice. Well, in terms of the skill of the animation, I thought I thought it was excellent. But in terms of, but it was so distracting. It was super I mean, I've, distracting I've seen, to me. So I've seen a photo of a. Green cap or something like that, right? That, they and it look shitty. Well, no, the oh. one I saw looked shitty. And like, I don't know, sitting in the second row of the theater I was in, I thought well, like, the Leia one looked awful. I thought, Le- yeah, I noticed that one. That one was uncanny for me. The Tarkin, if I didn't know that he was all CG, I wouldn't have known. I mean. I wouldn't have picked it out from the movie, from where I was sitting. It Interesting. Was, yeah, I was it, sitting it was, in a really good spot, I guess. I hate to bring up Rogue One. But, uh, as long yeah. as you keep it to CG characters and yeah. Uncanny Valleys. Yeah. I'm just focusing on the Uncanny Valley. But yeah, because it, it, it felt... I mean, it hit my, again, I didn't see it at, at the fidelity you did, because I, I saw a, 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 a you know, cam, essentially. But it... Cams are a lot better than they used to be. Remember, I remember when we started, and cams were pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Cams are very close to the telescenes, which are pretty pretty decent. Not crazy. Yeah. I wonder what they use. I, wonder, I guess there's probably information. Out well, they there. all use. H, I mean, they use HD cameras now. I mean, but like, I mean, has, they, has to have a camera like pretty good low light pickup. You know, low noise. That's the other thing that was in the picture was, is the noise was all wrong. The noise in the rest of the picture was was much more than the noise on the side. So I mean, th- that's the kind of thing that mm-hmm. really you only really notice if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's one of those things that's kind of it also made made the sign jump out because the noise was less. Right. But yeah, so I I do think that there's a is a factor in light emitting versus light absorbing and then reflecting. That causes people's attention. Maybe it's a contrast thing. I mean, because I mean, movie screens are reflecting, right? In 
Well, yeah, but the, maybe, something about movie screens that aren't as engaging as TV screens. I, I do think that if you have a phone in a movie theater, your eyes are going to be drawn to the phone as opposed to the theater, right? If there's a light source in there, so there's a flashlight. You see that flashlight, and you're and you're almost distracted by it. If somebody like there, there's, well, I know again that's contrast because the rest of the background is pitch black, and anything that lights up is going to catch your attention. I, I know that there's going to be some sort of they're making a cinema mode for the watch for the Apple Watch so that it doesn't always because I I did notice sometimes it, oh. it, it, it you know just watching getting some getting some popcorn or something and it lights up in the mm-hmm. theater and it's, it's really like, it, ah. it's bright because I mean it's a, it's a yeah. pretty bright display mm-hmm. it's a LED um, it it distracts mm-hmm. you right and I mean it's closer than the screen so that's no I, I hear what you're saying I. My hypothesis is it's a light source in an otherwise very high contrast black room, right? Where imagine that you had a white piece of paper on your wrist illuminated by a light you can't see. I think that's going to be just as distracting. If it's bright enough, sure. Sure. Oh, right, right. I, I, I don't think it's the fact that it's luminescent. But the li- how would you have a light that would only illuminate the thing on my wrist? That wouldn't illuminate anything else. Um, okay, black light on a white piece of paper. Black light's above your head. It's not, everything else around you is red and black, and you don't see it. And you flip, every time you flip your wrist over, you have a you know two inch square piece of white paper that. But then purple. that's fluorescing. That's different. That's still emitting light. Okay. Well, so then you. <laughs> you have an awesome set of lenses that can track this piece of paper and only illuminate the paper. Okay, that that's a that's a really hard thing to to test. Um, uh, I it's not magic. It's I'm just saying. I think that it's the contrast of brightness when the entire room is black except for the movie screen mm-hmm. and you get a glimpse of light over here, right? Yeah. Whether it's reflected or illuminated, it's going to catch right, your attention. Right, right. But okay. That yes. Agreed. Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. True. Um, but does a luminescent source, Attract your attention more than a reflective source. Like if something were to reflect the movie, the, the light from the okay, screen. Well, look over there. The LCD screen on the printer versus that white piece of paper. You know, it's certainly the green dot, the green button catches your attention. Yeah. But look at the LCD screen and look at the white the paper. isn't lit. It's different. Sure it is. That's not. Well, looks like it's lit from me here, but maybe that's reflection. That's reflection. Yeah. <laughs> it looks blue from here. No, it's black. Or, yeah, it's, it's dark. Okay. It has, like, a purple-bluish wallpaper, and that's the color I'm seeing reflected on the front glass of it right now. Nope, just dark. Oh, okay. Bad example. But that green button sure stands out. It does stand out, doesn't it? In fact, those green lights stand out better than the white mm-hmm. on, the re- on the battery recharger. Well, they're brighter. They are brighter. Talk about something of equal brightness. Are they brighter? Probably. Um, that would be an interesting thing to study because I think I'm, my guess is that luminescence attracts 
something more. Maybe it's color addition, right? I mean, when you're projecting something, is color subtraction. When you're when you're looking at something, is color addition. Is there some psychological mechanism that makes us pay attention to that more? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting thing, right? It's the CMYK versus RGB, right? Stuff. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, of course it's hard to say, but that's inter- the color addition versus subtraction. That That's a fascinating point to bring up. Whether there's something there that makes something more uh, attention-getting. I guess you have to test with white light. Divide, devise a test somehow. Yeah. thing or, is, how can you devise a test that's reflected versus illuminated, which... You know, not because you can't have color addition and pigment, or you can't have. You can't get. I don't know if you can get pigment specifically to the nanometer, whereas you can do that with light. But it's the whole. The primary colors are different. It's RGB versus uh, CMYK. Yeah. So you you really can't test one variable. Well, you can the other. you can test a projected black versus a a projected black is going to have some some other colors in it, whereas a uh, uh, a non-projected black or reflected black is going to be no colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can test really test one variable without the other, though. You know, I mean, aside yeah. from. Not even with black, right? Because no black um, illuminated, illuminated screen in it has the contrast ratio of a projection projector. Right. right. That would be an interesting thing to try to find a way to, to study. Because, um, yeah, I mean, like, you can you can define... Okay, so here's one for you. You, you look at your illuminated th- screen through a mirror. Okay. That's technically a reflected yes. image, but is it different than light reflecting off of the, the a pigmented being, object? The light. I, I wow, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, first that is first you have to figure out whether I think it is different than light reflecting off a pigmented object because it's kind of like a, it's a large percentage of light, so it's enough that it wouldn't. Right, it, and it has maintains a resolution. It's almost like it's a lensing thing as opposed right. to a right. reflecting thing. Right. Even though the lens ratio but that is, is a good question. One. I mean, that, that that's one of those things that, that this raises is you know, if you're if you're behind glasses, does that have any effect on how um, attracted you are to or, or contact lenses in your case? Mm-hmm. Is that have any effect on, on how attracted you yeah. are to a screen or not? That stink bug figured out how to be stinky. Maybe, oh, he just drowned, so he let loose his stinkiness. <laughs> That's weird. I don't smell stink bugs. Anymore. It just came on just a second ago. Uh, no, I mean, like, I've... Oh, you don't smell it? I just don't smell it. Lucky you. I know. It's like an awful rancid cilantro. <laughs> you want to smell the bucket? No, I don't want to push it. I'm happy with not knowing at this point. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. 
one of the one of the little areas where I'm happy with not knowing. I mean, that's another interesting question. I, I would think things that have like lensing effects, right? Where it's still the what is the difference, right? Because I mean, a reflected photon off that piece of paper is still the same photon. It it's not more or less absorbed and readmitted. It, it's. What's the difference of a piece of a photon bouncing off a of paper versus bouncing off a mirror? Technically, the one that's bouncing off the mirror is absorbed and re-emitted. Okay. Uh, and so is the one bouncing off a piece of paper. But less of them, much less of them, Okay. Come off of the piece of paper because a lot of that turns into heat. Yeah, I guess it's the percentage then, right? It's. Yeah. But this is, I mean, but that's. So it is a percentage thing. So, but the. The question of whether something is reabsorbed or re-emitted versus reflected is is more of a philosophical thing. Okay. So you can look at it very in a classical way. You can look at it in a quantum mechanical way. I think the quantum mechanical way is probably more correct, but none of them are full understandings of the universe. Both of them have their advantages and disadvantages in how you describe things. But let's just go with classical. Less are being reflected off the paper than the mirror. Much more being reflected by the mirror of the paper. Some are being absorbed by the paper and that's causing the white to be lesser brilliance than the mirror. The mirror has more directionality, right? I mean, the paper is not putting a noticeable bright spot on the roof, on the ceiling. The, you know, the light is bouncing and there probably is a direction where the paper looks the brightest. Mm-hmm. But it's not as it's not nearly, it's not significant, right? Where with a mirror, it it's is significant right. enough. It might be enough light. Is, it might be significant on the paper in a very dark environment, right? If you yeah. you could probably find a position where the light would reflect on the paper most in a very dark environment. This is not. One of I'm sure if you hovered around that sheet of paper over there, you would find a point where it looks brightest. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like you don't see it up there on the ceiling, right? The bright point, so it's scattering. A significant amount of light in every direction. Yes. Where with a mirror, it's scattering enough that you can actually see it when you're not in the reflected reflection path. But but it's much more likely to scatter in the same direction. To 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 it's much more likely to be an exact uh, to to exactly hit that on the same angle to reflect on the same angle of incidence. Mm-hmm. Right? The angle right. of incidence is going to be yeah. the same angle of uh, of not right. I mean, if all the light reflected in the same direction, then you wouldn't be able to see the mirror. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe, I guess there'd be the light hitting the wall at the right angle to bounce off the mirror and come to me. Right. But I mean, if you think about it too, like you can you can shine a laser at a piece of paper and it's not really going to reflect too much. If you shine a laser at a mirror, it's going to shine yeah. right back. And it's going to still be coherent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen with a piece of paper. Right. So you're talking about a, like a huge, in terms of um, uh, in terms of magnitude, a huge magnitude of photons that are being directly reflected versus being uh, absorbed and or scattered. Right. 
that, okay, so that let's take this one more step, right? A movie screen is made to reflect light back yes. to your eyeballs. Right. Even the brightest, like, super bright projector yeah. wouldn't do much to a black piece of felt. Mm-hmm. It would still, right. I mean, it would just, I mean, you, you, you have to have something white to reflect back all right. the But you wouldn't want to project onto a mirror because the light wouldn't be scattered to mu- enough in the audience. Right, right. So you need something that has this nice balance of reflectivity versus broad distribution of, of uh, sure reflection. Do. Yeah. All right, that was fun. That was fun. I got to pee. All right, we can wrap this up. All right, thanks, everybody. Hope to see you maybe next week. If not, maybe in two weeks.